Welcome to Said It Meant It. I'm your host, Allie. And I'm Amanda, and we're glad you're here. Hi, guys. We're back. (laughs) We're back. We said we were thriving last time. (laughs) We lied. (laughs) We thought that me and Owen and Amanda being sick was holding us back. That's a lie. <laughs> uh, we're, we're just, just we're just trying to survive day by day here. <laughs> we're just trying to Oh, 2022, man. And it's May. It's, for crying out loud. Jeez, you would have thought I I was my first day on the job. <laughs> School is almost out for the summer. Owen, I guess there's no such thing as summer when you're an adult. Owen is done with school every morning every morning we go to school mom oh (laughs) i know i know i feel that too but you still have 18 16 years of school sir buddy but the best was last friday when he came and he was like all over the place because ali was going to saint george she like couldn't focus and so I gave him the option. He wanted. He was hungry. He was so hungry. So hungry. He said, I said, okay, do you want your milkshake, a.k.a. a protein shake for kids, or do you want chick away? He could. I, like, had to grab him by his head and just look him in the <laughs> eye and said, okay, you got two options. What do you want? Oh, and we feel that. We feel it. We're just surviving day by day, hour by hour, even. Yeah, and then we went to Chick-fil-A, and he actually rode with me in the car, and... We're making progress. We're making progress. We're making progress over here. Stranger danger, no more. No. <laughs> he doesn't have that with you. Okay, so our topic today is... Amanda? Bring it home. Bring it home. So we just... We've had a lot of pettiness in our lives as of recently. So we're going to talk about it. And we're also parenting experts. Me? Do I have kids? No. But I'm yeah. She grew up in a but I co-parenting am, home. But we're gonna so we're gonna talk about co-parenting and pettiness, and they don't even have to be linked. We're just talking about both of them because that's what we've been talking about. Yeah, because here's what I'm gonna say. I my mom used to always say, if you don't have anything nice, don't say nothing at all. Uh huh think more people need to live by that i 100 percent agree totally we don't need to just spew out whatever comes to our little noggins or if you want to be prepared for the consequences be prepared or go to your one best friend that you can tell anything to yeah. send him a me- send him a message of the the petty mean thing you were about to say to someone else yeah safe zone safe petty zone yeah yeah We've just both experienced some unnecessary pettiness, and it's like, who has time for this? Okay. Also, if you have enough time for to be petty, call me. I'll give you some things you can do. <laughs> Why don't you go do something constructive with your time? That's what my dad used to say to us all the time. Go do something constructive. Not sure what Being that petty. Is. Yeah. Not I'm sure what listen. that is. Go do a math problem. But there's a time and a place. For sure. And I can I am not saying I am above being petty. Because an experience happened to Allie and I this on Friday. And it was something that is 
first of all, when people are, when people lie about things that are, you can Google, I want to so badly respond with the truth, but I chose to be bigger and just send it to Allie <laughs> because we got a text message about something, a place, and it was like the totally wrong place. And so, of course, I'm like rolling my eyes when I get the text and I text Allie and I'm like, well, actually, that place is in X. But you can't say that to the other person because you... No, you'll get shot down or they'll make some snarky remark because they just got called out. So so I took the higher road of being petty, but I still sent Allie the text. So winning. I'm your safe zone. Safe zone. I, okay, so another another place to be petty that we were chatting about, and maybe petty isn't even the right word, Venmo. Yeah. yeah. You going to just blind Venmo someone? No. Petty. Have I done it before? To a to a male who owed me gas money from like four years previous. Remind. Absolutely, I did. Remind. He got a reminder at least once a month. Remind. Remind. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna garnish your wages, <laughs> sir. Petty. Yeah, but like then we're not Venmo charging people without having a conversation. End of story. Bottom line. I agree. And also, so when we're, since we're on the topic of Venmo, why are people still public on Venmo? Do you guys want me to see who you're paying and what you're getting paid for? And the couples who are paying each other for groceries? Tell us why. <laughs> Tell me why. I need to understand. <laughs> just DM us. Could you DM me? I just don't understand. Like, I'm never going to Venmo request. And here's another question to link up to that. The couples that are Venmoing each other for groceries and food and stuff, do you then bank transfer that amount into your bank or do you leave it? (laughs) Yeah. Do you leave it just there? Just like marinating. Let's take a poll on Instagram since we've been rogue on the Instagram. It's still there. Don't worry. Instagram was giving me some anxiety about posting. Oh, I could scroll for days, but the idea of posting was like stressful do you immediately transfer everything you oh. get in your in, in your Venmo? Or do you let it, like, bank up, and then when you need to pay someone, you do that? Because I let it just hang out in my Venmo. Depends. If it's over, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I leave $30 in yeah. my Venmo. At all times. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, the rest of it's just going to be transferred. Yeah. I always clean out my ins. I clean. She I cleans do, out her Venmo. I clean out my Venmo when I have to pay my rent. That's the only time because then it gets tricky because it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. It won't let me pay like the sum. It's weird. So I just, I clean it out once a month. Okay, here's a question. <clears throat> what do you think is the most petty response in a text message? Just like a generic. A, a thumbs up. One hundred percent. Either or an O K. But you can't say that because I only spell OK with OK. No, it's the O space K space. Oh, okay. Because I think if you like voice text, that's what it does. Oh. I've noticed that when I do, like, if I text back on my Apple Watch, it'll do an O space K space. So you're just mad at everyone. Yeah, I'm just pissed. I just, I think that a thumbs up. Or, or like sure. two thumbs up. A uh, sure. 
unless sure is res- followed with a sentence behind but it. But if Just it is sure, sure, I hate. And okay. I'm calling you out. You respond sure all the time, and it makes me so mad. I do? No, my mom. Yeah, mom, I'm calling oh, you out. Oh, Anne. Yeah. Um, you know who I always respond to? Sure. My co-parenter. <laughs> because sometimes that's all that I have the capacity in my brain for and my fingers. Yeah. And I guess... Co-parenting is so hard. I guess I would it say is. it's the it goes back to what I think everyone knows. You don't know the tone of texting. Also, what about the word fine? Fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine. I'm... Oh, that. You're never fine. No. Anybody send an I'm fine text... Call them. They're not fine. <laughs> Check in with those people. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend, they're not fine. Your mom, your dad, they're not fine. I, but I will say, I think the older generation does you sure more often. Because, like, I'll suggest, I'll, like, be texting my dad. And then he'll say, yeah, sure. My, and my mom does a lot of okays, I think. Yeah. But mainly because she doesn't really know how to text message. But she's working on it. My dad just uses a lot of spaces. He doesn't do periods. It's just space, 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 new sentence. Does, she have, does he have an iPhone? Yeah, he does. Well, I thought that they have that thing that if you do two spaces, it's a period. Well, he might do four, so then it just gets confused. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's pull up a text from John. I just need to, I need to look at it. Yep, here we go. Yeah, I, he posted he got a new dog. Yes, you got a new, another dog, question mark? Yes, space, space, space. Got him from a friend of Lauren's, period. Born on 12-12. Oh, so he did do a... Okay. He did one period. Oh. I pull up my mom's. There's there's four okays in a row. Does your mom do where it's like return? So it's like, love you, too. But her favorite emoji is the kiss, the lips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my dad loves a thumbs up. Oh, we got three thumbs. John, stop being so passive aggressive with your thumbs up. Yeah, so my dad either does space, space, or it looks like he does a return and then starts a new sentence. Oh. I so love he's bas- basically, he's writing me a thesis. I love looking back at old text messages from my mom, though. Oh, John. Just... Oh, 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 we're just scrolling. We're just scrolling. I'm just Don't like, worry, we're still here. I'm just scrolling. Looking at Can me, my dad. Pics. Look at his bald head. Look at his bald head. Look <laughs> at him. Looking, looking all burly. Burly. He's a mountain man. Okay. Next topic. So basically, let's let's um, let's come to a conclusion about our Venmo and pettiness. Okay, pettiness. You get you get a few friends. You got that group text of girls you want to send things to. Send it. But Screenshot let, those messages. Be petty. Yeah, but let's not comment on people's Instagrams. Stop being a troll. Stop being trolls. Stop caring what they're doing if it's not affecting you. Yeah, it just that has to be so exhausting. It doesn't ma- matter what. Other, what kind of underwear anyone is wearing. Don't even get me started. And then with Venmo, we're going to take a poll. Catch us on Instagram and we're going to poll you guys um, a little bit later. Yeah, we're not sure when, but just 
We were just keeping you on your toes over here at Sediment to <laughs> we decide. <laughs> but thanks for being here. Um, should we really get into co-parenting? Because it's like such a broad subject, you well, know? Yeah, let's talk about it's it. It's just like, here's the thing. Me and baby daddy, we have a fine relationship. We really do. But it comes and it's like, fine, fine, fine. You're just coasting and all of a sudden it's like, Bam. Balls to the wall. And then it's coast, 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 bam. I wonder if he feels the same way, though. I feel like I'm pretty even kill. I just like... But I think you like a schedule. And Owen thrives on a schedule getting choked up over here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm just choking on my snacks. (laughs) Um, But I... So I think that's the problem, is you you guys thrive on a schedule... But then it's like he has FOMO. That's what I really feel like. I think it's FOMO. Which is weird. And let's be honest. As parents. Your kid is not good all of the time. Right? Whether or not they're comfortable with you. Whether or not they love you more than whoever they're trying to say. That's not true. Amanda had said this. She's like, think about... Think about when you were three years old. Do you remember? No. Do you remember liking your mom more than your dad? Do you remember liking your dad more than your mom? I'll wait till you actually can pin, paint me a picture of that. No, I just feel like when... It's not a thing. Because I was growing up, my parents got divorced five or six. Don't really know because my first memory <laughs> is my parents being divorced. Like, that's my first memory. And I did every other week... So on Sundays, I'd pack up, go to dad's, pack up, go to mom's. And I for sure, if mom was doing something mean, I would say, oh, I want my dad. Yep. My dad was never mean because I had him wrapped around my finger. So I was like thriving at dad's house. And then if my mom was like, you need to do your homework, I would probably say, dad doesn't make me do my homework. Just something dumb. I don't even like you. I don't even like you. You're mean. So I just think... You're going to go against whatever, whoever is there. Like, that is the thing about being in a divorced, co-parenting, whatever your situation is, where both parents aren't living under the same roof. Right. But the thing with my parents, they talked, and so I never got away with anything. It was never like, oh. Mom lets me do this. Mom lets me do this. Dad's not going to let me. Yeah. No, I never got away with anything. Like, if I didn't do my homework... And I was at my dad's. My dad would call my mom. Like, so you just have to have that communication. And it's pretty easy to have that communication, especially now with text messaging and voice messages and whatever else. It's just, it's, it's hard when someone paints a picture that is not actually true. And they're just making it up in their minds because I don't know if they're insecure or they're having FOMO or being jealous or I don't even know but it's like you don't have you should know better the reality is is life is not great 100% of the time especially when you're raising a kid by yourself and also it's the same thing like with adults just human beings you're only posting the good you're not posting when the kid throws a temper tantrum and hits you those of you that do that we see you yeah but most people are not most people aren't like yeah you're just that's not your highlight reel yeah Insta- social media is your highlight reel, no matter what anyone says. 
you're doing a day in the life, you're not posting every single waking second of your day. You're posting 30 seconds of your day. So I think that's the big thing. But I think, I guess I'll give it to my parents. I thought what I grew up with was normal. I think that's amazing. Like I legitimately thought, okay, my parents aren't married, but they still respect each other. And they are in constant communication and they support me and they're both at everything. I didn't have parents who, oh, if my dad was at my volleyball game, my mom couldn't go. Right. I just didn't have that. And unfortunately, I feel like there's a lot of people that do because of how that relationship or how that marriage ends. So that's great for them. And so I was like really lucky. And so I feel like I'm kind of jaded because I kind of think to myself, why can't everyone do it? If my parents can do it, why can't you do it? I know. Because at the end of the day, you you just love your kid. And yeah. so why, why are we not putting our kid first? But my opinion is, is just that. They're not putting their kid first. It's they're putting their emotions and their feelings first, kids second. Because yeah. if everyone was really actually thinking about what is best for my child... I don't think there, I think there would be not near as much contention between both parties or whatever. Right? Yeah. And I just, I just think like, I don't know. I just, I guess it's just kind of, it's the same thing. Like you can't understand how other people act because you can't, you would never do that. Exactly. I just, I mean, seriously, like my dad to this day still asks about my mom, like, I see them commenting on each other's Facebooks. And I see you guys. You guys both love Facebook. <laughs> but it is. It's like it's like they, I yeah. talk to my dad. My dad asks about my mom. My dad asks about my grandma. My mom, on the other hand, asks about my dad. All Like, it's just, that's the norm. But that was the norm for me. And I just think that if I was to ever be put in that situation, that's what I would want, no matter how much pride I had to swallow. Yeah, but it's it's all about them putting you first. That's yeah. literally what it is. Because I'm just thinking of a a close to family relation divorce that's happening now, and it's a it's a disaster. Yeah. Is one party going to put the kids before the other? Absolutely. So on his end, it's going to be okay. Yeah. But on the other end, I think it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. And I think. It's- And I think that's where the stereotype, I get really hard. I've just talked to a lot of people who say, oh, I stay married for the kids. Or if if I get divorced, my kids will be ruined. As soon as my kids are out of the house, then we'll get a divorce. Yeah, and I think the problem with that is, no, because you're selfishly doing this. Like you're selfishly staying in whatever situation because you think that divorce is the worst thing ever. And your kid is watching what they think is a, in quotes, normal yeah. relationship yeah. or what a marriage should be or what a relationship should be because not everyone gets married. Yeah. But in all reality, it's just detrimental to everyone, everyone. involved. And, I ju- and so I'm very, very, very passionate that like, I will take this to my grave. Divorce doesn't ruin children. The parents who are getting the divorced... And how they act ruins children. Sure. We're going to put that in a quote, maybe on a t-shirt, because that is the truth. Yeah. Like, I I just, and I think, because I have a sister who's divorced, and I think she just handles it the best she can. Because her, she's my half-sister, so 
we have the same dad, not the same mom. And even growing up, like, their mom, we went to Kim's house for Easter. We went to Kim's house for, I, like, knew Kim and her new husband. And it just was, and I think that was it, is, like, everyone would tell me, oh, your parents are, like, the model parents. And I guess I just didn't know anything different, so I loved it, and I wouldn't change it for anything like I love my parents and I think I had a very great life and I learned a lot from them about how to treat people and at the end of the day you just try and treat people with respect that's it yeah and you put your differences aside and you just here's the thing me and you right now we're making it sound like it's so simple and so easy and I folks I realize that it's not because you're dealing with whoever you're dealing and whatever their personality is and whatever mental disorders they have or or whatever in whatever but, childhood they yes, had to. Yes, But the end, the end game, the end goal is to love your kid with their other parent, raise them the best way that you can, be there for the kid, be respe- just like you had said, be respectful of the other person. It's super hard. Or maybe it's not. And... Just to be a good example to the child because they're learning everything from you. They're watching you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what we've always said. You don't always have to like them. No. You don't have to always agree with them. Actually, most likely you probably won't. Yeah, you probably won't. But at the end of the day, is what they're suggesting good for the kid or what you're suggesting good for the kid? Because if the answer is yes, then you might have you might have to just suck it up and... Yep. Put your pettiness aside. Put the pettiness and put like yeah. swallow your pride and just let it go. So I think, and I think that's the hardest thing as an adult. Because, no, I don't have children. But I also have lots of friends with children. I've been around divorced people my pretty much my entire life. I've known people who've gotten divorced, young, old, whatever. I just think... It all comes down to people are prideful and they don't yeah. want to be wrong. Yeah. And, and even wanna, myself. Well, you want to think what you, your ideas are the best ideas because why wouldn't you? Right. Because you know your kid. So why would you think of something that's not the best idea? Right. But it might not be the best for right now. It could be the best in, in six the months future. or whatever. And I think with parenting, like, <clears throat> once again, I sound like I have kids myself. I just think you have to evolve. Each, like, what worked for you and Owen at one years old. Is absolutely different than is what is working for us now. Yeah. Or is, yeah. What is or isn't working. Totally. And what's working now won't work when he's seven. Nope. And it will for sure not work when he's 12. Like, it's, but I think that's the problem is we have to keep evolving and we have to keep learning and. Trial by error. I mean, this is a good conversation to have because now I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, I need to be a lot more open-minded and maybe not so defensive because I get super defensive. And I don't feel like I do that because I'm in the wrong. I, I don't know. I think you get defensive because of the delivery of the information. Yeah. Or the the non-delivery of the information. It's not coming up in a sense of, hey, let's talk about this. It's of... It's projecting insecurities, and so then you're taking that 
as feelings instead of facts. Yeah. So a lot of emotions are being like interwined, and I think that's. And then we both get to anyways. And then you both shut down because you're like, "F you, you're wrong, I'm right," <laughs> and he says, "You're wrong, I'm right," and so then nothing gets solved, and so then in six weeks you're gonna have the same. Car- it's like this dance. Yeah. So the really this nonsense that we're always <laughs> trying to say and talk about is that you parents. I mean, we love you parents no, because parents you're doing are, a hard thing, but you co-parents are doing a very hard thing. Yeah. Parents and see general, you. Yeah. You guys Anne, are rock stars. And John, you guys did great with Amanda. So you are model parents. <laughs> Me and BD, we'll call him. We're just, we're just figuring this out. We'll go one year at a time, one month at a time. One month at a time. Hoping we can get to or continue on a good path. But it is so hard. And I think you have to give yourself grace, too. Like, oh, that sounds like a Pinterest quote. (laughs) That's also going on a t-shirt. But, like, you do. You have to, like, (laughs) you've never done this before. You're doing something that you've never done before. And you don't get a manual. There's not a co-parenting manual that you get when you leave the hospital. Like, okay, you guys aren't going to be living under the same roof. Okay, here's your manual. Oh, you guys are living under the same roof. Oh, you guys are thinking about... Not wanting to be together? Yeah. So you guys like, hate each other right now? Perfect. Yeah. Let me just give you this. This, this manual, manual and then the next man. Oh, you guys are married. Perfect. You get this. It, that's not how this I works, know. unfortunately. I mean, I could write those manuals if, if people want to. The end, I, really what it is, is are you putting your kid first? Are you doing what's best for them? If so, then that's all you need to be doing. And if it's not something that's going to benefit your child, then why are we doing that? So, any final words for this besides... I don't even have any final words. No. Because I feel like I sound ridiculous. <laughs> you don't sound ridiculous. And I th- I don't even know what 10 people of you listen to this on your way to work. If this relates to you, if you can if you can feel our pain, if you get what we're saying about co-parenting, then great. If you think that we're wrong, tell us tell us what we're doing send wrong. Send us a message. Send us a message. I'll tell us your you. experience about growing up with divorced parents or if you're like me, I never was married, but just co-parenting. Yeah. Let us know. I want to hear about it. I want to know other people's experience so that I know that I'm not alone. Yeah. Because I think that's sometimes hard, too, is you feel like you're the only one doing this. Yes. And you live in a world where everyone else is in this happy marriage and they're just parenting their kids. And it's easy. And it's fun. Yeah. But I... Let's be real. Is it? Are you having fun every single day? Is it? Or do you want to dropkick your kids sometimes? (laughs) Oh my god! Sorry, choke slam or drop kick, but <laughs> CPS don't that. call us. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're not doing that to anyone. We're not doing that. Um, we're just not giving them chick away. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we do not know when our next um, podcast is going to drop. Our next episode, we'll let you know though. Allie's going to Boston. I'm going to go to Boston. I'm going to hang. 
this weekend. I'm going to go do the boot scoot and boogie. Yeah, she's going to see Garth Brooks. I know. I am. The biggest Garth Brooks fan you've ever seen, sitting right here next to me. L O L. Do you know one Garth Brooks song? I probably couldn't name it, but when you turn it on. Guys, it's going to be fun. We're just we're just trying to get in a groove. We were in a groove, and then we got sick and got thrown off our groove. And I think that's... But we'll be here. Yeah, we're here. And I'm committed to... We'll be here. thanks so much for listening don't forget to tune in every tuesday at 8 a.m for a new episode and be sure to follow us on instagram subscribe rate review us on spotify and apple podcasts so you don't miss anything we're so glad you're here